Hello and welcome to Top, the Open Podcast Podcast. Your hosts, Matthias and Wolfgang, will guide you through the ecosystem and the tools and services which make podcasting work. And they'll talk about their open source platform for podcast analytics. Let's dive right in. If MetaBase, Superset, Redash, and Grafana sounds interesting to you, then this is your episode because today we will talk about the third part of Open Podcasts Tech Stack. And I don't have much to contribute today because I'll mostly be asking Wolfgang the tough, difficult technical questions because this is his expertise. Maybe just as a small reminder, Wolfgang has a strong background in database technology, SQL. This is also where he had a phd he still has the phd actually <laughs> they don't they didn't take it away from him as far as i know at least yeah and this is why he's the expert on querying of databases and i will mostly be the interview today and i'm curious to find out what he thinks about the current state of sql tools and visualizations so without further ado let's just jump right in wolfgang can you just briefly as you said last time, in a Twitter format, explain to me which set of tools we use for our database storage and visualization. Of course, but before we start, maybe just as a quick recap what we are using it for. In the last two episodes, we discussed the two other big parts of our open podcast stack. So the database, the heart, where all the data is stored, and the API layer, TypeScript and Rust, where we are using to collect all the data and then store it in a database. And in this episode, we will talk about the visualization layer of Open Podcast. So how we present the data in a neat way to our users. And we also provide the possibility to our users to query the data and build their own graphs and dashboards. And for that, we chose Metabase. Now you might be wondering what Metabase is and what advantages it has over other alternatives. And I guess I can just pass this question on to Wolfgang. What is your take on this? So when I looked into this world of dashboard software and analytics front ends, I would call them, I was quite surprised that there are many really good tools out there. And I think the most popular ones are Metabase, Superset, Redash, and more or less Grafana, but that is more in the DevOps world. And I had a quick look to see what is the best fit for our project. And I think in, in general, you, you could use all of them. So all of them are really good, powerful. You can create SQL queries using wizards to create graphs and dashboards without having a deep knowledge in SQL or databases. So that's the ideal fit for our users. You have the data in a database and you want to create graphs, nice visualizations out of the data without needing a, a data scientist, for example. So that's the idea of those tools. And as a quick reminder, you might remember that we started out with PostHawk, which is another visualization solution. But in PostHawk, you cannot write raw SQL queries, which at some point was necessary for more complex visualizations. This is why we had to look for alternatives. And we ended up with Metabase. And we chose Metabase because it's really simple to use. Superset, for example, you find, by the way, all the links in the show notes. Of the four tools that I mentioned, Superset is the most powerful one. You can use, I think, around 300 types of graphs. 
different graphs, so even very complex ones, this, this bubble graphs, for example, also interactive graphs. So very, very powerful. But the downside is that it's more complicated. So the targeted users are more on the data science side, I would say, and not on the end user side. So that's also one advantage of MetaBase that the focus is on end users. So it's a really nice user interface. It's a super cool wizard to create SQL queries. And they have all the basic graph types that are needed for our use case. But the flow is a way simpler than in Superset, for example. But if I was listening right now, I would wonder if Metabase is open source and if I can self-host it. All of the tools that I that I mentioned, Metabase, Superset, Redash, and Grafana, are open source, so you can you can self-host all of them. That is not a problem at all. And as I already said, I think they all do a very good job and you could use them. It's just about smaller, tiny differences and details about the user interface, how user-friendly they are, what the targeted user group is, and they have different approaches how to create the underlying SQL queries for the graphs. So it's really about small details. Okay, now what do you need to set up Metabase yourself? Do you only need a database connection? What's it written in? And do they provide something like a Docker container to run yourself? Redash and Superset are written in Python. Metabase is using Clojure, so the JVM. And they are all simple to set up. You can use a Docker container, for example, to boot it up. And usually you just have to specify where the metadata of the graphs and all the stuff that you create is stored, can be the database itself, an external database or internal storage layer, whatever it is. And then you connect the external databases where you have your raw data, for example, our podcast data in our PlanetScale MySQL database. We connect that and then you can already start writing queries and creating dashboards. The thing is that I never used Clojure before for any project. And I wonder if you have more experience with that? No, I don't. I, and I even don't like the JVM, to be honest. It's it's not my personal preference. But you don't need that, right? You spin up your Docker container. You have a very well-maintained software. All of those mentioned tools, they have thousands of GitHub stars. They are well-maintained. There's a big community behind the projects, all of them. I would say Redash has the smallest community, but we are still talking about a couple of 10,000 stars on GitHub. So they all have good support from the community. I also mentioned Grafana, but it's more focused on the DevOps world, I would say. You can also write SQL queries there, but I think that the focus is a different one. You could use Grafana for such a use case, but I think in, in general, the whole approach, workflow, UI is more focused on developers and less on, on end users. So I would definitely prefer Metabase Superset or Redash for a use case as we have it with our open podcast ecosystem. Grafana is really nice for monitoring data, which is what we both used it for in our previous jobs. And it's about time series. What is this is the same as in the podcast world. At the end, you also have time series. Yeah, but probably time series data is not enough for what we are trying to build because we want to dig deeper into podcast analysis and into episode and and for that it's probably not enough to just have grafana and the time series database behind it i think you you could use it and you can write sql in grafana so everything is possible in theory but sql is not the first class citizen i would say in grafana and the focus is is on monitoring data so i think it's not the perfect fit but in theory 
just to have a kind of complete list, I think you could also build it uh, using Grafana. Okay, so now I have Metabase fully set up and it's connected with PlanetScale. And we already know that it's better than the competition, but wonder what makes it better for the use case where you create dashboards. Is it the way you handle SQL? Is it the different panel variants? What makes it so special? You already mentioned it. It's best for consumers, but at the end of the day, a lot of developers will also use the stack. So maybe that's not a huge problem. So in, in general, if you're a data scientist and you want to have really a lot of different graph types, I think Superset is the most powerful one. But the user interface is a bit more complicated. So I think the balance between features and a user-friendly user interface is definitely better with Metabase. And I think that's the main reason at the end, because all of them can solve the problem and provide all the features that we need. But Metabase is a bit more user-friendly. Redash is a bit more buggy and newer, I would say, and has also less features in terms of the user interface, the wizard to create SQL queries. And also the visualization part is a bit less powerful than Metabase because you can drill in into graphs in, in Metabase, for example. It's a very powerful feature. Even with Superset, it's not really possible in the same way as in Metabase. So it focuses on the exploration part. So you can interact with your graphs. You can dig deeper. You can drill into your graphs. And I think especially for data-driven marketeers or podcasters, it's the, it's the right tool to, to create all the queries and graphs that they need. Sounds pretty powerful. But as an average user, I'm mostly interested in very simple panels. So I'm assuming they have a histogram visualization, I guess, and a line visualization. Do they have a pie visualization? Of course, you, you have all the, the, the basic visualization types, I think around 50 or something like that. But compared to Superset with 300 types, of course, it's a huge difference. But I think for normal users or even for most of the pro users, it's definitely sufficient because you can cover all the basic scenarios that you need for visualization and answering your data questions. Nice. And another question I had while you were explaining was, you mentioned there's a very nice visualization tool in Metabase and you can drill down and dig deeper. Uh, do you even have to touch SQL? And if so, can you switch between the two worlds, the more visual approach or the more query-based approach? Yeah, in all those tools, you can always switch between the wizard and kind of an exploration mode where you don't have to touch SQL or just partially at least, and a raw SQL editor where you can really write your own queries. So both is possible. And again, there are small differences between the tools, but they all have support for the user to write SQL queries. So to simplify the whole approach. Also a very cool feature in, in Metabase is, for example, that you can create segments as an administrator. So you can, for example, filter already some tables to a subset of the data, and then you can give that to the, to the end user and the end user can then operate on those pre-filtered, prepared data set. So you can even as an administrator simplify your data and then offer this new generated data set to the user to simplify the whole approach to query the data. That's really great. We might use that feature in the future. We definitely will use this feature also to prepare maybe some aggregated data already. So based on the 
IP address and user agent, how we identify the user, for example, or what is also recommended in the podcast world so that we can provide already that to the user so that the user don't have to to group and do all the magic to get out the, the right statistics for their podcasts. And is it true that you can export dashboards? So all those tools, they have, of course, a, a fine-grained permission system. Again, some smaller differences. But for example, with Metabase, you can also share dashboards or graphs to the public. You get a public link with a unique hash. And if you know this URL, you can access the data and you even don't have to log in, which is also quite useful to share, for example, the dashboard of the podcast with your boss if it's about a, a company podcast, for example. Yeah, exactly. Another use case might be you are the podcast host and you're in conversation with an advertiser that wants to run an ad on your podcast. Then you can share a view of all of the, your important business metrics so that they can make an informed decision whether they want to sponsor you or not. Exactly. That's that's all possible. Yeah, And that's also very easy to do and it's a nice UI. So that is also... a Definitely a big plus, because if you share it with even less experienced users, it should be also a nice UI and not a very technical UI, as in Grafana or even Superset is a bit more technical, I would say. And this is also something that we learned throughout our interviews with podcast hosts. We did a couple of interviews with them to learn about their pain points, and they all mentioned, or at least many of them mentioned, that they have exactly this problem where they would like to share a subset of their data with someone else, like an advertiser or their boss or whoever, and they can't. All of these platforms are really closed down and you would need an account for that. It's sometimes not even possible to create another account or invite people. And so they are more or less stuck with what they have and maybe some screenshots or they don't share that information. But it's really a loss of abilities. And this is something that you could solve with such a solution. Maybe what is also important to mention is that we are relying on open source software and that you can self-host it. But for us, it's always important that you can also use a hosted service. And for all those platforms, but, but especially for Metabase, there's also a cloud solution, there's a hosted solution that you can use. So if you don't want to self-host this, you can just pay a monthly fee and you get a hosted version and everything out of the box that is needed. We realized that this episode had a lot to cover. We learned about Metabase and the comparison between Superset, Redash, Grafana, Posttalk, and so on. At the end of the day, what it matters to us is that we are not bound to any one system, that you can loosely exchange those components without losing much of the functionality. And at least I think that we are in a pretty nice spot right now. And all of the components, they do one job and do it well. They are all open source. You can self-host them if you want. So you're really not locked into one platform. And what we tried to do was give you a nice summary of our current stack and really would like to bring the point home that we are open to extension and to collaboration. We really value your input. So if you find that one component could be replaced with something better, you find something that is easier to self-host or has a nicer query language. That's something that we would like to hear about. So please reach out, collaborate on GitHub, send us a tweet, whatever. We would really like to incorporate your feedback into this podcast. And you find all the details how to contact us and send your feedback to us in the show notes. And with that, we can conclude this episode. We are looking forward to seeing you again next week where we talk about something less technical probably. 
Ah, let's see. <laughs> it's always nice to geek out on the tech stuff. So see you next week. Bye. See you.